What the? I think Josh is holding me back again. Hello, Stefan Diggs. For years, you've angrily thrown tablets. But today, the tablet is going to throw you. You have five seconds to simply say, I do not blame anyone else for my problems. Clock starts now. Uh, I do not. I can't do it. Throw me. Well, I finally caught Kelsey. My first professional death trap. So blessed. <laughs> oh, God. Did they kill Belichick? Oh, that explains the last few seasons. Would you like to play a game? Yes. Sorry, I should clarify, not a football game. No. Nah. Aaron, you cheated. Father time with your injury recovery. Medicine is alive, Mr. Pfizer. You can leave, so long as you walk across artificial turf. Ah! Oh, God. Oh, no. Grass exists for a reason. You sick freak. John Robinson, you made the mortal sin of having a headache during a game. Well, geez, sir. I sure am sorry if I offended. Next to you is a razor. Either cut off your own hand or your coach's awesome new mustache. Please, Bijan, you're running back. You only need one hand. I'm so sorry, coach. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Now just look like any other billionaires. So. Travis, you've committed one of the worst sins, distracting from the precious game. That is not blessed, bro. Kill me, but don't get any blood on the Kelly Green jerseys. They're just too clean. Let him go. I will. You just have to tweet. Taylor's Eras Tour is a great show, but Beyonce's Renaissance Tour is an experience. I'm sorry, Tay. I'm trying so hard to be a gentleman. I release you to the Swifties. How dare you? She's going to destroy you. First off. Puka. Cooper, there can only be one of you. Oh, I, I don't think I'm going to kill Puka Nakua. Aw, same to you, bro. Then deal with the blade of death. Joke's on you. We're Rams. We only know how to deal with opposing fans. You'll never get us, bro. Life is too beautiful. You thought I was dead, but what is truly evil will never die. Just ask the Bills. Game over. Ah! I'd like to play a game. You were. Let's do it. Ah! Wait, no, just use the key to visit the tent. Fire up, baby. You saw us. We saw you right back. I don't need feet. I need yards. I didn't even see that last part on TikTok. I didn't know they had the outro there. That was dude. I have one of my hottest. After watching that, I have one of my hottest takes ever. Uh oh. A lot of people might be mad at this, and it's not okay. like football related. This is just Getting always right been. This has always just been one of my takes. Yeah. I hate Halloween. I, I hate it. I, I think what? it's I hate it. That's not a terrible take. I hate but it, it's dude. Not, I don't hate it, but I think it's overrated for sure. No, like I legitimately I am not a fan of Halloween whatsoever. I think it's definitely I think I don't you're not gonna get hate from me on that take. You'll get hate from other people, you won't get hate from me. Because here's the thing, right? Back when we were younger, we could go like trick or treating and everything. You know, it was yeah. cool. It was fun. You know, free stuff is free stuff. And it was all fun. You know, you get to dress up and all that. But now, like these people who are like, when I see people who are like 35, 40 years old and they're wearing like a crazy costume, I'm like, what are you doing? You know what I do on Halloween every year? What? The only thing that I do on Halloween is I go to Chipotle and I throw on a football jersey and say it's my costume. I've been doing that since I was like 10 years old in terms of the costume. Yeah, no, and I get a 50% off a of burrito. That's that's all I that's the only thing I do. But this year, I actually am doing something to celebrate the holiday. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of this movie coming out called Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh. That's what I'm going to do on Halloween night. I'm going to see the movie. I'm very excited. Dude, I was a fucking Five Nights at Freddy's nerd when I was, like, in middle school. I was a nerd, like, to that game, dude. Did you ever play it or no? No, we talked about this in the last show. We did? Yeah. Dude, the trailer for the movie looks nuts. It looks nuts. But, yeah, guys, it's been a thing at Chipotle for years. If you just wear a costume in Chipotle, you get 50% off, like, a burrito or a bowl or whatever it is. So it's worth it. And if you want double meat, if you want like double steak, then it's just regular price. So it's worth it. All right. But yeah. So, um, something we've been both talking about are the Vikings this year. And we've, we've been very consistent about how they're not good. This is a very much agreed upon take of both of us. They're just not good. And they just are overrated. But then they just went 
and beat the 49ers. And I don't know if you've looked at their upcoming schedule, but it's very, very easy. So my question to you, Burns, before I answer, what do you what do you think about the Vikings now? Has your opinion changed? You see, my opinion going into the year on the Minnesota Vikings. What? Well. We had the same take, almost identical in terms of. Yeah, was that they they sold off half the roster this offseason? They're not going to be the same team that they were last year. And I think that that still stands because I didn't expect them to be a bottom feeder in the NFL. I didn't I expect them to be a top five worst team in the league. I expected them to be right in the middle of the pack. Right in the middle. They might slip into a wild card slot. Like, that's why I always thought, you know, they might get the six or seven seed maybe. But they're going to have seven to nine wins and just be okay. I didn't expect them to be, what were they, two and five? Weren't they 0 yeah. and four? They were 0 and four to start off the year. I didn't expect that. But I knew that they still had a little bit of bite to them. They're three and four now. So this is Were they it's what I expected. They start off 0 4 because remember they played the Bears 0 4 versus 0 4, right? No. Have they won three in a row? I think. Let me look. Let me look. Because they won, obviously, this week they beat the Bears. Who did they play the week before? No, 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 no. They went into the Bears game one and four. They went into the Bears game one and four. They beat the Panthers and then they lost to the Chiefs. That's and then they right. beat the Bears and the Vikes and the 49ers. That makes more sense. I was about to say that didn't sound right. It did not sound yeah. right. It's just it's what I expected now. I didn't expect yeah. them to beat them. I didn't expect them to beat the 49ers. Yeah, nah. But right right now is honestly just what I expected out of them. I'm not really too shocked, you know. I'm with you. Uh, in terms of what I expected at the beginning of the year, they're about right on track. But in the last couple of weeks, they've looked really, really bad. So I went from mm -hmm. mediocre team to bad team. Yeah. Now I think I'm just back to what I originally was with them, which is they're mid. Yeah, I'm back to my I'm I'm on the same page as you with that. Um, I just think I think that Jordan Addison is going to be a great wide receiver in a couple yeah, years. He's yeah, already showing yeah. shots. He's great. He's great. Um, he's impressive. And Kirk I just think Kirk Kirk looked like fucking prime Tom Brady out there against the Forty Nine ers, dude. He, really he was good. dicing them up. Yeah, he was dicing them up, but. People who are saying about that game are the Niners frauds too, talking about the Niners side of things. I I still think that they're fine. I think the Niners are perfectly fine. I, I, I'm not worried about them whatsoever. The Dolphins being frauds. I'm not worried about the Dolphins. Dolphins played a hell of a game against the Eagles. They played a great game. I just think the NFL is in a weird spot right now. It's very, a very, very, very weird, very weird spot. And I just, uh, it's so weird because I really want to see your power rankings later. But for me right now, it's, it's Phillies all the way up here. And then here's everybody else. They're a level so, below. I, I think. God. Yeah. San Fran is just. The talent is there. I stand by that. I said the only thing that would stop them would be injuries. They have, they have had a couple of injuries over the last couple of weeks. Don't I don't want sure. to just But sure. I came on here. I pounded the table with Brock Purdy as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And I said that he is a legitimate great quarterback and people need to treat him as such. I am not ready to back down from that take. I still mm -hmm. stand by it. But the bridge is getting a little shaky. I can't look at the last two games and say that was not concerning because it was. I am was. not going to back away from that take because I still stand by it. I think he's shown way, way, way more good than bad over the last few weeks. And it's not like he was terrible on Monday night. Mm -hmm. He wasn't. He wasn't great. He made a couple of really bad throws. But he he has shown way more good than bad. So I am, I am, I am a little worried. I won't deny it. I am not ready to back away from that take at all. I'm not. Yeah. You want to get to the yeah. power rankings now? Because I feel like that's just kind of where this conversation is right now. Um, sure, we can. I, I, I have a couple other points that I want to bring up as well. If you want to do this first or after. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the power is kind of like that league-wide view. So, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Um, well, let's bring them up. Let's see. All right, let's bring them up here. These are my power rankings for the week. Again, this was so, – it's so weird um, right now. But it is. this is what we got. Um, wow, you're putting Kansas City at one? Yeah, but not by much. Here's the Who thing. The so, Sam made this take. Who the fuck is calling I don't know. All right, keep going. Sam made this take uh, in the beginning of the season. He asked me a question, and he said, because the conversation was about how wide open the NFL is and how many contenders there are, and he said, are there more contenders than ever before this year? Or have the Chiefs and Eagles opened up a gap where they are so clearly the two best teams, and then it's just way closer between everyone else than it used to be? But the Chiefs and Eagles have opened a gap where they're still clearly in the top two. And I feel like that was that might have been the case. Where yeah, the, a little bit the gap between three and like honestly 21, not as much as you think at all. And you see, but we were talking about this a couple yeah. weeks ago too, where yeah. it was like the top seven, eight teams, you could say that they're good, and then the rest you don't know. Yeah. And we have no so idea. we've been in the same place for a while now. But it does feel like the only two teams that have just been consistent, but yet maybe not as good as some people might think, but still the two most consistent teams by far have been the Chiefs and the Eagles. Are we just yeah. setting ourselves up for a really interesting cool. season that ends the exact That's same something that I want to bring up. That's something I want to bring up about Philly. Is Philly earlier this year, it reminded me a lot of Alabama. Let me explain. Let me explain why. I see. What because here's the thing. They were beating all these teams. They were winning. They were winning. I'm talking about before the Jets game when they were, what, 5-0? Yeah. Was it 5-0? and But everybody's sitting here saying. I think more Georgia is your point than Bama. No, no. It's usually Bama. This year, Georgia. This oh, year. I this year, Sean. I thought you were talking about this year. Yeah. But... Everybody's getting mad at Philly because they're not winning by 14 points. They're not winning by 20 points. They're not winning by 30. Just like how usually Alabama, like there's so many videos and they're hilarious. If you look them up of Nick Saban impressors, just yelling at reporters saying our fault. We won the game. We won the game. It's my fault that we didn't win by 21 points. My fault. It's the same exact thing. They're still winning. Same thing with Kansas City. People were talking all this shit about Kansas City after, especially after week one, after they lost to the Lions. And everybody's saying, oh, I don't know if this is the same Kansas City Chiefs team that we've seen almost every single year. It is. It is. They're winning. But like, I, I don't know why there's like this boundary set on them. Like they have to win by they, when you play this team, they have to win by a certain amount of points to still be a Super Bowl contender in the wide conversation. I don't get I it. I see your point, but here's the thing. It To me, it's not about how much you win by. It's how you win. It's how good do you look while you win. Sure. You don't need to, they don't need to win by 30. I don't know. They don't need to do that. But they need to play good to great football every week, win or loss. The reason why Kansas City and Philly are number one and number two is because while, yeah, they're not beating teams by 30 here, they are consistently playing either good they or are. great football. The reason why they Kansas are. City is number one and not Philly is because I've seen more great football from Kansas City than I have Philly, but they still both look great. They both still are the top two. But like the counter is, why aren't we talking about the Steelers as a legitimate contender right now? Even though, oh, they're four and two, they keep winning because it has not been impressive at all. No, they it hasn't. Are... It's just been grimy football. It's been exactly. grimy football. But that's the difference. And I, mm-hmm. it's not even low scoring wins. I don't care if you win low scores. If it's because your defense is really good and that's just the way you're playing and your style is running the ball and playing control the clock football and they play that well, that's different. Yeah. But that's not what's happened in Pittsburgh either. They just no. happen to be so incredibly lucky and they're coming away with all these wins. But no one's coming on here except for Steelers fans that are saying, oh, watch out for this team. Because it's not impressive. It's not impressive. I agree with you. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't been. And I like the Steelers. And I said this year that they're going to be a playoff team. 
They will. And a lot of people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's the AFC North, man. The they're is just they're a still, grimy they're still football the worst team. team in the North. Yeah. And they're a grimy football team and they're four and two. Yeah. They are Tom. four and two. Mike Tomlin but is I mean, cool. looking at looking at the rest of your power rankings, um, I'm looking at the bottom right now. I mean, the Bears still 29. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. You only moved the Packers down one spot. I Dude, wanted to move them down more. You, you should have. I, I this isn't even okay, okay, okay. Look, 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 look. I'm gonna be yeah. completely unbiased with this. This is just aside from it. Yeah. They are not a good football team. They are not. It, it's it's the truth. It's the truth. I agree with you. I, I, that's not even being biased. That's me just looking at their season this year. They are not a good football team at all. I agree with you, but here's the thing. Look, what have we been talking about for the last few weeks? There are so many bad teams right now. Like, number 23 this year compared to normal number 23 are two different things. I mean, yeah. okay. they, I, they I look can roll with terrible, that. but look at the teams below them. Look at the teams below them, and it's like, ah. But yes. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's where I see a flaw with you is 24 and 25 both beat the Packers, and you put Green Bay above them. That's a part. That's a part where I'm a bit curious. Was that just like a mental fuck up, or was it just like? Well, I mean, I didn't do that like intentionally, no. But yeah. in terms of why I have Green Bay still ahead of those two, I've seen better football from Green Bay as a whole this year than I've seen from Denver and Vegas. But the, but there hasn't been good football from there. There really no one, hasn't. It, no one at twenty three below has played good football <laughs> this year. Like they hey, all suck. Hey, Bears look good on Sunday. They look good. They played a but complete game. I'm talking game. like consistently solid football. Okay. Like yeah, Green Bay looked great against Chicago. It doesn't mean they're good. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, also, also, what Week One's an outlier. Yeah. Week One's always an outlier. Protocol. He is. Yeah. Apparently. That's odd. That where did that come from? I don't know. Huh. That's interesting. I guess he fucked up his head. Showing concussion symptoms on the plane back from Minnesota. How do you show concussion symptoms? I don't know. Well, I guess just kind of like out of it, kind of like. Well, you say your head hurts? Well, that's possible too. Yeah. But. But. It's interesting. I don't know. How much do you, you only drop Buffalo three? So the thing with Buffalo is they have been two different teams this year. They've either looked horrible Mm -hmm. or amazing. Yeah. Like, when the Bills play good football, they're great. I agree. They're playing about as well as as any team in the league when they're playing good. Problem is, when they're playing bad, man, they look terrible. No, they do. So I didn't really really know what to do with them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was was just genuinely curious about that. Okay. This one is more of just since he's on the bye, so it wasn't like they did anything to move them up or down last week, but mm-hmm. I just felt like Atlanta needed to move up a tiny bit. This was not this was nothing really in particular about either of the two teams, it's just kind of how it stacked up. There mm-hmm. really isn't any any kind of real argument for or against it. I just felt like Atlanta needed yeah. to move up. But a bit. looking at looking at the rest of your list, I mean I really don't see like any debate with it? I, I I don't see any problems with it at all. But I got a couple hot takes actually saved up in the cranium okay. right now. Okay. I kind of want to just fire off at you. All right, let's hear it. Put up, put up. Good job, Josh. Put up. Hmm? So put up our names, Josh. Ah, ah, ah. There you go. There you go. And it goes from NFL to college football. And first off, I want to explain each one, and then I want you to get into it. Okay. Okay. Number one, and this is probably the biggest heater that I have saved up. If I am an NFL owner, if I'm a GM, I do not want Caleb Williams on my team. The guy, the best way to word it is the guy's a tool. The guy is legitimately a tool. You watch that USC-Utah game when... Utah is driving down the field to kick a game-winning field goal, and this whole team is on the sideline cheering on their defense, and he's sitting by himself, laying back with his head up, looking at the sky. 
instead of being with this team. And number two, the guy just, he wants partial ownership in an NFL franchise. That we don't know not, if that's confirmed yet. That, we don't know if it's confirmed no, yet. I, I don't believe that's true. And that was a headline from three months ago that has come back. Okay, to okay, 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 okay. So I'll say that's not Number two, number two, he plays against two good teams. He plays against two good teams for the first time this year. The rest has been a cakewalk. He looks like a completely different quarterback. He looks like a completely different quarterback. He does not look like this god that is going to come to the NFL. No. Against Notre Dame through three picks, and against Utah, he had a decent game. Nothing spectacular out of him. And just in general, I'm just, it's more his persona for me. I'm just really not a fan. And obviously, he's going to be on an NFL roster, and a team is going to pick him. But I think that a better way to word my take is that hype around him for this first overall pick. I, I think it really needs to die down. This is, he, he just looks like a douchebag. I'm yeah. not a fan. All right. So here's what I'll say The hype around him is that he is a generational Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, sure. John Elway sure. prospect. That is the expectation for him. Yeah. When you look at him like that, I, I can say I don't think he's there. But I, I'll say this. Now, I have not I have not sat down and watched film on him yet, as I will. When we get into late January, early February, I begin my draft process. And by the time we get to April, I know pretty much everything about all the, especially the top prospects. I've not gone through like a thorough, thorough review of Caleb Williams. But from what I've seen, because I've watched multiple just games, his playmaking ability, just strictly playmaking ability, is about as good as I've ever seen from a draft prospect, ever. Sure. Some yeah. of the plays that he makes, honestly, is Mahomes, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. But this other part of it, before we get off, I'm just talking on the field, he does occasionally have some of those misses that are really questionable. His decision-making, yeah. decision just sometimes he's not able to make a couple of plays. But mm -hmm. some of the good is about as good as I've ever seen, and that is why he has gotten the hype that he's gotten, because when the good is insanely good. Yeah. But the off-the-field stuff is stuff that I am also – I I'm it has my attention. Yeah. I don't care about the pain in the nails thing. That's whatever. That's, that's just people wanting to talk. But yeah. the stuff you said about sitting on the bench, stuff about – Looking like he's better than everybody else on that team. Yeah. The and it's it's such an interesting situation because he's he's got so much money already. And I worry about something like that potentially being in his head of like he is now obviously the NIL is a new process. So this isn't you can take this stop with a grain of salt, but he is the highest earning college athlete of all time. Yeah. Obviously, it's only, what, two, three years in NIL, but still, that is that is a reality, meaning that yeah. he has – he's going to be going into the NFL with something that literally no one ever has to the level that he has gotten. Mm -hmm. So his mindset of you got to pay – treat me like a guy that's already proven it because I've already gotten the money that proves what – Yeah, I think that that's – because look. So that makes this whole thing so interesting. And it does. It does. I'm really interested to see how he handles himself. Um, I'm interested to hear if, because I haven't heard this yet, but I'm interested to hear if we get further down the season as the draft process goes on, if we're going to hear stuff about being a bad teammate. Because if that happens, yeah. then then we can have those conversations. It's because here's the biggest thing, right? Right? Is when you're a number one pick, when you're a number one overall pick, which I think he still should be. You're going to a bottom feeder team. You're going to a team with no other roster around them right now. And one of the traits that you have to have, if you're this generational talent is leadership. Yep. You can have all the talent in the world on the field, hundred percent. but you need to be a leader and you need to rally that team around you. And then you could build something there. 
But Caleb Williams, to me, just doesn't seem like the type of guy to do that. To me, Caleb Williams seems like if he goes to a team that already has talent around him, he will be fine. But if he goes to one of these bottom feeder teams, like let's say the Arizona Cardinals, who have essentially nothing. Bears. No, I don't want him. Bears, sure. Yeah, Bears, sure. There's nothing there for you. You, he's gonna suck. He's not gonna play good football there. Well, I don't know. He might. That team's not. That team is not going to play good football. That's serious. That's my take about Caleb Williams right now. And you know, maybe my mind changes when the draft comes around. I start hearing more stories, but. Just right now, I just don't like what I see. I really don't. I think it's because of all the hype. That, like, if he's being treated as the number one quarterback in the draft, I don't think we're having these conversations. But yeah, but you see this? We got to look at what he is. Josh, Josh, Josh. He's Josh. this generational guy. You got to treat him differently. Sure, sure. Did Trevor Lawrence act like this? Right. That's the point. Is you got to no. put him on that pedestal. Did Manning act like this? No. Did any other – did Joe Burrow act like this? No. No other number one generational talent quarterback has ever acted like this, ever. When you're this good, sure, there's been quarterbacks. There's been fucking Johnny Manziel. Look at what happened to Johnny Manziel. All the talent in the the world. No, no, he didn't have the same hype. He had a lot of hype. Johnny Manziel had a lot of fucking hype. Yeah, but it wasn't as, it was was different hype. Exactly, but look, Johnny Manziel, what happened to him? He his leadership ability and his he was incredible on the field, but his leadership ability is what crumbled him essentially. Yeah, that's one of the things that crumbled him. So I just I'm worried about that. I really am. Yeah. I, I see. I, I, I think it's definitely one of those conversations am. that I think is going to get a lot louder. Yeah, no, I think it will around draft time after the season. Oh, yeah. It's it's going to get loud. But my other take, which is more, it's not a take; it's just a question. I really want to see how you respond to this. Mm-hmm. Through seven weeks, almost halfway through the NFL season, which is even crazy to say. That's wild already. It is. That always is the case. Always fly. Is LaFleur the guy? I'm not firing him after this year. Not unless if they sure, literally sure, lose sure. out. But is he the guy? Is he the guy? It's an interesting question, right? I'm not looking to me. He's not on the hot seat. If that's your question. No, he's not on the hot seat. I'm just wondering for the future for the next 10 years, for the next eight, nine, 10 years. Is he the guy? I think he's shown more reason for the answer to be yes than no, but it's not like a definitely a hundred percent. No doubt, but there's more reasons to say yes. than there is to say no. I feel like. Yeah, and it's just be as I really thought about this because the number one talk about the Packers all year has just been Jordan Love. Right. It's just been Jordan Love. No, nobody cares about anything else in Green Bay. But one of the other questions when we came into this year was is LaFleur a true head coach? Yeah. Is he a true head coach? Because when you have Aaron Rodgers, that's basically all you're coaching right there. Aaron Rodgers had that whole offense, you have that whole team figured out. So I just I, I really want to ask Packers fans. I haven't really asked any about this. I'm just, interested to hear what they would think. Just is is LaFleur the guy? I think he can be. I think he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good I just, coach. I'm not looking I if I'm the Packers, there's no he has not given me a reason to doubt. Yeah. Yeah. No, I w- I was just seriously curious to it's an, what, it's like an interesting conversation that I just don't think we're ready to have yet. I feel like by the end of the year we'll have that answer. Yeah, I agree with you. And by the way, Which, exact same conversation with Justin Fields, with me at least personally, because I went well, Justin from, Fields is is he the guy? Right, because I went okay. from loving him and hyping him up, and when I have when there's a player like that that I am consistently hyping up, when I finally give up on you, it's very tough for me to pop back on that hype train and mm-hmm. i did it was i was after the chiefs game i said all right i'm done he then followed it up with the two best games he's ever had yeah so it's the same conversation where 
I can't give you an answer yet. At the end of the year, I'll have an answer. And you know, I, I knew right away that after the win on Sunday that Bears fans, I've seen it my whole fucking life. I've seen it with Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. I've seen it with Jay Cutler and Brian Hort. Jay Cutler with so many fucking backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Matt Barkley. Yeah, I've seen it with so many that starter gets hurt. Backup goes in and wins a game. And then now all of Chicago is saying, one game, one game. And now I, I'm seeing it all over Twitter. Is Badgent the guy? Is he the future? Is he going to lead us for the next 10 years? And you know what? You want me to pull <laughs> up the pick that he had against Minnesota? Against Minnesota? Yeah. Who? Badgett? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was bad. But he played a good game against a good defense. I will give him that credit. I will give him that credit. Game, and, and you want to hear this, ready? So I was on Twitter doing some diving. I made a video about this. This this guy, Tyson Badgett, he's, he's an interesting guy. And you're going to hear about it. I mean, on he Sunday is. Night Football on the pregame, I'm guessing they're going to do a full deep dive into him. Yeah, but, but that's a hell of a story. Here's the thing. Good defense, dude. The Raiders have a great defense. Well, Max Crosby's a fucking dog. Outside of Max Crosby, it's not great. Outside of Max Crosby, yeah, it's okay. But still, I mean, Max it's, Crosby in that D, in that Raiders pass rush caused a lot of issues. It's they caused a lot of issues. They caused a lot of issues. Just, they do. Well, Max Crosby caused a lot of issues because he's just a game record. Yeah, and that dude, all defenses, it starts from the lineup. It starts from the okay. lineup. If the line causes issues, the rest like, of the defense can help. It does seem like we're going to be getting Sam Darnold this week for uh, San Fran. It's been, it's pretty no much way. Yeah. It's going to be, it sounds like he's unlikely to play. It's going to be Sam Darnold for them against in a big game. Do you know who they play? Cincy. Oh my God. All right. I got to change my picks. So I gotta like change we could my pick. Sam Darnold versus the uh, Bengals this week. Yeah, I gotta change my pick. I picked uh, the 49ers. Sorry to spoil, but mm. now, no, no, I'm not trusting Darnold. I'm not trusting Darnold. But I'm seeing Darnold. Um, here's the thing. Tyson, first off, we know that he's the D two guy. Everybody knows the D two story. First off, his dad, yes, is a 28 time. Yeah, all wrestling world champion. It's crazy. Tyson Badgett, Bears backup quarterback. His dad is a 28-time world arm wrestling champion. And you know what I said? That's that's goat levels right there. Yeah, it really is. That's that's like Michael Phelps, like Olympics level. Baltimore right zone, Michael Phelps. Like, like, am I wrong to say that? That's goat. No, level. it's really not. Like, that's insane. All right, so now we have the goat of. The Olympics, basically, Michael Phelps. The go to football, Tom Brady. Not basically. Yeah, no, he is. The go to football, Tom Brady. Go to basketball, Michael Jordan. Fuck off if you think anything else. And now you just have the go to arm wrestling, Tyson, ba- Tyson Badgen's dad. I don't even know his dad's first name, but you know what? I'll, <laughs> I'll give him his flowers. You can make that more- and not say his name. I, I, I don't know his name. It just said Tyson Badgen's dad. That's what it said in every single argument. Our, uh, article, but I got two more. I got I got two Respect more things for you about Travis Tyson. Badgent. Travis, it's Travis. Travis. Okay, Travis Badgent. Two more things. All right. So behind behind the Shepherd University football practice field, Tyson's high school history teacher and his football coach live there, and it's one of those houses where it's like the backyard is just like the woods, right? After practice, they used to go and chop up trees, chop up lumber, and he would be in the backyard of his high school's history teacher's backyard, bench pressing logs of wood. He would work (laughs) out back there doing that. Swear to God. But no, we're not done yet because also there was a river back there. And this is all confirmed, and there's videos of Tyson doing this. (laughs) There was a river back there. And, you know, the school, Shepherd University, it's in Virginia, and Virginia gets pretty damn cold. What him and some of his football uh, teammates did is they went into the river over the summer, they took shovels, and they dug out a little basin in the river. So, that you know, it's like there's no current, and it's kind of like a pool, basically. 
in February, they would go in there with sledgehammers, break the ice off the top, and they would use that as their ice bath after practice. In the middle of February, what? In a random, in, in the river, it's like a known river, apparently. I don't know the actual name of it, but in this river, they would sit there in the ice bath in the middle of February. He'd just be sitting out there in the river. Isn't that just wild? That is insane. Like, did you expect that from this guy? No. That's the no. only reason. Like, like, He's a. This is why, like, people are really starting to rally around this guy because he's story. interesting. He's interesting. It's a hell of a story, yeah. You know, you don't see a lot. Of, you know, the last like really interesting guy to come into the NFL out of nowhere was Brock Purdy. Minshew, also. Mister Relevant, Mister Minshew. He reminds me a lot of Gardner Minshew. He doesn't look like Gardner Minshew though. Yeah. Gardner Minshew, you could look at him and say, yeah, he would try yeah, and break I his like hand. That checks out. Yeah, he would he would try and break his hand and then just chug a bottle of Jack Daniels to take away the pain. I I see that for another year of eligibility that in college. No, it does. But Tyson, you look at him. You don't see this. You don't. You know, you don't. And we we are going to try potentially during the off season to get Tyson on the show one day. Yes, because we do have a contact to Tyson Badgett. We do. And I just need to I we need to have a deep dive with him into all of these stories. Yeah. Because that would just it's be crazy. fucking it really is. Like, dude, there's so many sometimes in the NFL, there's just characters. You know, yeah. there's people who are characters. That's a character. Well, I another one was T Sizzle. T Sizzle was a character. He oh, was. Yeah. He was, dude. And it's just so weird to like really think about that. Like, have you ever actually taken an ice bath? No. No. Have you ever taken like like what I did for a while over the summers? I would take like really cold showers where it's like you're in the shower and you know you clean yourself up, do all that, but then you just whip it right to cold all the way. And dude, it like shocks your whole body. Like you get lightheaded. It's wild. It's wild. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even I probably couldn't even get into a regular ice bath. I probably couldn't, dude. That's way too cold. Yeah. I don't know. Shout out to Tyson. And I really yeah. hope that he plays well versus the Chargers. I, I really hope start. he does. It would. It would. Imagine he gets two wins while he's in and then Justin yeah. comes back. There you go. Oh, my God. But then that's the thing. <laughs> if he gets two wins and Justin comes back, dude, everybody's going to be calling for his fucking one throat loss. if he fucks up once. Oh, yeah. no, he doesn't even have to lose. If it's at home. If it's at Soldier Field and he throws a pick or something, mm -hmm. Tyson chants are starting throughout the stadium. Mm -hmm. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, do you really blame us? We've suffered so much. We haven't had a real quarterback ever, it's essentially, except. Oh, that's another character. I saw this little, like, it came up on my For You page, a little mini doc on Jim McMahon. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, dude. Jimmy Mack. That's one of my favorite jerseys I have. He was there a guy. Be a documentary about him. Oh, there's no, no. It shouldn't be a documentary. It should be like, uh, what's it called? What are those other ones? Yeah, no, like a movie. But like, what's it actually called? Where it's like, it's a documentary, but it's a movie. Like the movie about Elvis. That's my favorite movie ever. Uh, that's biopic. Uh, bio that's it. We need a. Yeah, no, and this is true. You know, this is true, right? Yeah, no, he's crazy. He he used to smoke a lot of weed before every single NFL game. A lot of weed. And now he actually, since we got legalized in Illinois, he just uh I think it's like it's called like Jimmy Mac Nine. He has his own strain in Illinois dispensaries now. Huh. So yeah. You got anything else you wanna go ahead. I've been fucking ranting over here. All right. We got uh there's a couple of topics around the league. By the way, Packers, uh two Big numbers in the secondary. Eric Stokes, Darnell Savage, both being placed on IR. Yeah, That's I did see that. Things. I did see that. Not going to help things. Um, yeah. Actually, speaking of a guy in the secondary, Kareem Jackson, long-time veteran in this league, by the way. Kareem Jackson, I think, I, I'm pretty sure it's 2010. Was his rookie here? Mm -hmm. He's been in the league for a long, long time. He's one of the older active players. But he's gotten a ton of penalties this year. Unnecessary oh offense. 
stuff like that. And he was handed a four-game suspension due to yeah. unnecessary roughness, which now has been reduced to two. Okay. But this is the first time, I believe since Miles Garrett, that an on-the-field action has caused a multiple-game suspension. Yeah, because here's the thing. Um, I was watching... I was watching Pat McAfee, I think it was, yesterday, and they had Harrison Smith on there from the Vikings. Just talking about the game and everything, the way, but then they brought this up. Allen this year. Yeah. yeah, no, he's been a dog this year. But yeah. they brought they brought this up. And he's like, I don't really blame the guy because since, as you said, he's been in the league for so long. Yeah. They've changed the way that you're supposed to tackle. Completely. Over the past 10 years, they have changed he's it completely. He's not a rookie or anything like that. He is one of the oldest defensive players. And that's league. the way that he's been tackling. Yeah. Because what it used to be was face mask straight to the chest. That was the way to tackle. 35 and years old. When I, when I was playing football when I was younger, that's what they taught us. That's how, that's how it was taught everywhere to play ball. But now it's just everything is completely changing. Mm-hmm. And Kareem Jackson, out of nowhere, he is not adapted to that change very well. No. And four-game suspension, no. Two-game suspension, no. Send him a fine. But he's The thing is, he's been fined. I'm pretty sure he's yeah, been no, fined he every single week. That's the thing. I really just think he doesn't care. Yeah, I agree. Or maybe Sean Payton is telling people to injure people again. That type could be. Isn't that still like crazy to think about? And he's still an NFL coach. That was coach. way more um, of Greg Williams though than him. Yeah, but still, it makes so much sense though because Sean Payton grew up like it was Greg Williams like, though that was in charge of all of that. Sean Payton hmm, kind of just yeah looked the other way, but it was it was Greg yeah. Williams who ran that whole thing. By the way, well, I mean, it makes sense, that he, it makes sense that he looked the other way. It makes sense because Sean Payton grew up about seven minutes from my house. Really, at home, yeah. Naperville, Illinois, seven like seven minutes from my house. He went to this, he went to the high school filled with all the tools. They all suck. And they cheated in football too. <laughs> Took away all their wins for the past three seasons because they were wow. recruiting kids. Wow. So it makes sense. It makes sense. And we Greg still beat Williams, them every year. Known NFL cheater. Did you hear uh, what he did to the Ravens in 2000? No. Do you, you remember from the 30 for 30? No. So Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl champion, Trent Dilfer. <laughs> the worst starting quarterback ever won the Super Bowl now. But he, when we played the Titans earlier in the year, he couldn't find his playbook on his way out. He could not find it. And he knew he never, he did not misplace it. Nothing. Yeah. And oh, after this, after this, we got to talk about Michigan too. We got to talk about Michigan oh, now. Yeah. We brought up cheating. The Ravens and the Titans played in the playoffs that year in 2000. The iconic Ray Lewis touchdown in that game. Uh, went in that game on the way to the Super Bowl. In the very beginning of the game, the Titans knew every single player the Ravens were going to run. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years down the line, Greg Williams actually admitted to Trent Dilfer that he stole his playbook. That's and wild. He and they, uh, and yeah, and we still beat him. Yeah, and we still beat him. That's wild. That is wild. But here's the thing. Okay, let's talk about Michigan. The I hate them. I hate them so much. I hate Michigan with a burning passion. I always have. I always have. I I just, I've never been a fan of Michigan. I think that they're a bunch of scumbags. I think that's literally the worst fan base in all of American sports is the Michigan Wolverines. They're up there. Yeah. And what do you think? Because I don't, that's not cheating. I think it's, I think it is this right here. Yeah, but I don't think that the NCAA hates Harbaugh. I don't think that's true. I mean, they did spend them. I will say that. But I just think that the NCAA, look, the NCAA, they always look for a reason to complain. They always do. Or I could totally see this. Somebody trying to bring down Michigan. That's not in the NCAA and sending because I'm guessing that's the way that this came about is that there was an anonymous report to the NCAA saying, Hey, Michigan's been sending this guy to all these games and he's been 
recording and watching all their film. It makes sense. I, I, I think it's just like an anonymous source trying to take them down. I agree with him. That's what I really think it is. I, I, honestly, I mean, I, it's a big story, but I don't think it's a big deal at all. No, it's not. And the I NCAA really is not going to. I think it's just. Being All it means story. that they're doing a report on it. It That really doesn't mean anything. They're going to look into it a little bit and say, okay. And I say, all right, all right, it is what it is. You're fine. That's what they're going to do to Michigan, essentially. But um, what else did I want to talk about? God damn it. We were talking about We got a couple other things. Sure, go ahead. Um, we got a couple of injuries to talk about here. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to bring up. We got a few injuries. We'll start with the quarterbacks. Uh, in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson has been ruled out today. It's going to be P.J. Walker again this week. They're 2-0. With Walker this year. And you know what, man? This Deshaun Watson experience has not gone well in Cleveland, has it? No, and it's it's not only an experience. They paid a lot of money. This is more like the Deshaun Watson show. This is the Deshaun yeah. Watson show. And they paid and they him did it all this they money. They were a quarterback away. And yeah. that quarterback has not been good. In fact, that quarterback, this team has been better without him than with him since they've gotten him. Maybe that's why you don't pay a guy that much money who has done weird things before. Yeah. Yeah, basically. That's all I got. And then on top of it, also a guy that was out of football for a year. On top of it. Yeah, because he did weird things. Right. That's just dumb. That's just. Doesn't matter how good you look, you have the off the field stuff and then. Combining with again, the guy is literally not played in over a year, and it's not injury related. He's just been sitting. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, but this Browns team, I told you, they're better than people think. A lot. Yeah. Yes, I'm watching the Bulls today, and I'm very excited that the Chicago Bulls are back, even though they're going to be fucking mid. Like they're literally, they might get a six seed in the playoffs. They're going to suck. I'm excited. I love the Bulls. I love the Bulls. I always get my hopes up, and then they just suck. The Browns, I don't know. Yeah. They they can be good. They can be, but they're not. They can be, but they're not. They're they're not playing bad football, though, at all right now. Yeah, it's just Watson's not the guy. Watson's never been the guy. I still feel like they're – I did not think this at the beginning of the year, but now I'm starting – I think they're a playoff team this year. And very I think they could be too, I but, be you know, I mean, I mean, the reason why they wanted Deshaun was to take them to the promised land, and he is not taking them to the promised Correct. land. Correct. Yeah, he's Correct. not taking them to the promised land. All right, another quarterback thing here with Ryan Tannehill does not look like he is going to go this week. And it sounds like – who are you gonna get? Malik Willis or Will Levis? Raid, 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 raid. What's up, boys? Oh, there we Good go. Good to see you guys. Wonder We're just chilling. Shout out right. to the Book It Boys. Thank you all. Thank you. Absolutely. It sounds like the answer to whether or not we'll see whether we'll see Malik Willis or uh, Will Levis. The answer is both, but it also sounds like more Levis than Willis. But it sounds like we're still gonna see them both. That's so weird. It's going to be the two of them. That's so weird. But it sounds like more Levis than Willis. But, yeah, but I don't know. I I took I I I like Tennessee. I just I I it's going to be a big Derrick Henry game. That's all it's going to be. Yeah, it's a QB tryout game and a Derrick Henry game. Hey fellas, I got I got a little NBA play tonight while they're all in here. Okay, okay, let's go. I, I want you. I I got two NBA plays tonight. Well, first off. Um, I got a homer pick, obviously, because the Bulls are playing tonight. I got the Bulls minus two and then P. Will over nine and a half points. Patrick Williams is a fucking dog. But then I got two three legs. I got the Cavs minus two. I like the Cavs tonight. I got the Hornets plus three and a half, 87% of play? public. Uh, the Cavs play the Nets. I like the Cavs. Um, I got the Hornets plus three and a half over the Hawks because... Um, 87% of public money is all over the Hawks. So I like the Hornets, uh, Celtics, Knicks over 221. That's one of the lays. And then my second one, that's plus 508 on the odds. 
My second one, I like the Kings minus one and a half versus the Jazz. The Kings that were my team last year, too. I just fucking rode the Kings on every single game. It was so free. Then I got the Mavericks minus four against the Spurs, and then I have the under in the Trailblazer Clipper game. Those are my two bets. There you go. $10, okay. $100 pays out 600 and $100 pays out 600 in the other one. There you go. So there you go. All right. But yeah. Last one. And this is big. This is this is real big. Nick Bolton, out roughly two months, dislocated wrist. This guy has been flying under the radar his whole career. He has emerged himself as a borderline top five linebacker in football. Mm-hmm. He's emerged as that. He's been that good. Yeah. And also, the thing with Kansas City that people don't want to talk about is that this season has looked like by far, I might add, the best defense Patrick Mahomes has ever had. Yeah, 100%, dude. This they have been playing stellar football. Has been real good. And while they the offense at times football. has not clicked, yeah. this looks like the best defense we have ever seen from Patrick Mahomes. 100%. And prob- other than Chris Jones, probably the best player on that defense is now going to be out for a while. People yeah. don't want to talk about it because he's a linebacker and he's not that well-known. And while they do have some good linebackers, Willie Gay obviously is still there and he'll be fine. But this is a player that not enough people know about and definitely not enough people know how good he is. So this is a real, real loss. A real yeah, loss. For sure. I've heard you talk about him before as well. I believe on the show, I think you yeah, honestly I have. have. And he's, he's been a beast really all year this year. And that is a big that is a big loss for Kansas City. Do we have any more injuries or is that it? That I got is one more thing. It that I have, that's it. Okay. I got one more thing. Okay. Speaking of sports betting, because okay. I was in class the other day and I gotta tell Trent about this because actually I should send you this and then I should have sent you this and then have you pull it up. I used Trent in a class presentation huh. at school. Because I, I and and I talked about us on there too. Because it was, I was able to yeah, talk about whatever I wanted. Harbaugh did not uh, comment on why. He just didn't. He said he was not going to comment on why. So oh. probably just rest. I, I think just yeah. rest. I don't know. We're waiting for the injury report to come out. Probably in the next. Back to what I was saying. So it was basically like the future sports media, and I talked about um, TikTok. I talked about. Twitch, you know, YouTube, all this just taking over essentially. But then the other thing that I talked about was sports betting. And my teacher, who's actually a real nice guy, I love the dude. He asked me a good question. He's like, you see the stuff with Shams and FanDuel, how they're related to each other and the stuff that happened during the NBA draft where he said, I forgot what player it was, that this team's interested in him and then everybody went and bet on him and then it actually didn't end up happening. And one of the biggest problems right now is ESPN just bought Barstool Sportsbook. Right. And it's a big debate, and I want to get your answer. Should ESPN, the world leader in sports media, the number one in sports media, be able to own a sportsbook? So. It's a weird question. My Well, I, I mean, this is something that I have... I've been talking about, I've been thinking about for a while now, in general, is... I, I know that it's a licensing... I know that it's just like their name on there, but still, should their name be on a sports book? I, I impact of sports betting on fans? Great. Great. Yeah. But there is a very, very good reason why this was illegal for so long. And I don't know how many of you, I know you have, I don't know how many of you guys watching have watched the Tim Donahue untold. But my biggest takeaway from it was not anything about what he did. It was about how easy it is for someone to get involved in it. Oh, it's super easy. It is. It's a very, very sketchy thing to talk about because Stuff like this could happen. I mean, literally millions and millions of dollars are at stake on stuff like this. Yeah. 
that's why I was very outspoken and still believe that professional sports leagues in terms of punishments, when they find out the players are involved, should be incredibly severe. I think that these companies need to take the same approach. I don't think it's a bad thing that I, I do not think it is a bad thing for these companies to have this stuff. But if it is found that I'll use, I don't know, Adam Schefter, for example, if we hear that he's involved and he's actively changing lines, the punishment for a guy like Calvin Ridley, it should be the same type of punishment for Adam Schefter. But okay. if okay. you can toe the line, it's not a bad thing. But they yeah. should take very serious repercussions the second they hear that one of their people are involved. It's just, it, it's such a weird argument because it's it like, even though it should ESPN's name be anywhere near that, I really don't think so. As the provider, as the people who report on all these sports, the people who break all the news, the people who broadcast all the games, the people who announce them all, I I don't think that ESPN should get involved with this. Sure, they the can have... The thing is Caesars Sportsbook being an official sponsor of the Ravens. Yeah, the Bears is Bad Rivers. Same exact yeah. thing. It's weird. It's, it's so weird. It is. It's it's such a weird spot to be in. It's just a weird place. And it's the truth, though, how I talked about in that presentation that I had, is sports betting has completely changed sports media over the past four or five years. And it's completely, just going Completely. And that's a pretty cool username right there. Yeah, I was, was thinking the same thing. That is. That's a pretty cool username right there. Mr. Burns <laughs> Bats. That's pretty fire. But it's just completely changed the game yep completely and it's the weirdest thing ever i i just i don't think that the leagues themselves or anything should be stepping anywhere near it you know i i really don't think that anybody should be getting involved with sports betting, but obviously that's going to happen and even dude and i don't know about is it legal in maryland by the way yes it is okay it's legal here and here's my question have they built sports book yet inside of your sports stadiums or no? No. Because there is a FanDuel sports book inside the United Center and there is a DraftKings sports book now at Wrigley Field. Yeah. That just feels it's, my, it's crazy. Been, from the beginning, been telling me from the very beginning how it is going to be catastrophic. What happens is my grandfather. From the beginning, he has been telling me that this is going to end horribly. He is my grandfather. Oh yeah. He is from the beginning has been telling me this is going to this could potentially ruin professional sports. Yeah. And I don't think that that is I won't say that I think it's going to happen, but I don't think it's crazy to say that that is that it's something that could down the line. No, I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to ruin it's not going to ruin sports. Yeah. But it's not it going to ruin it. It, that Tim Donahue doc really scared me because it's it changing sports. How, yeah, but it showed me just how easy it is for someone oh, yeah. to get involved just like that. Because here's the thing he didn't even, he, to, now whether it's true or not, he did not, he, he said that he didn't even change, um, he didn't like rig a game. He just told the yeah. people who he thought was going to win based off what he knew about every, about all the officials. And about oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Josh. That. Yeah. Yeah. And and speaking outside the league, here's the thing. Everybody else, it, even if you're not 21, you can get involved with it easily. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know if I don't know if your buddies have told you about this little app called Fliff, where it's literally a sports book where they don't check your age or anything, and you're just in. <laughs> they ask you what's your birthday, and you just have to be 18. And sometimes you have to send them a picture of your ID. Now, I'm not saying that I use this. I'm not. I'm not saying that I use this app whatsoever. But um, a lot of people do. A lot of people do, but still, they only check if you're 18. That's it. They only check if you're 18. That's it. And it's it's wild, wild to me. Basically, and I mean, there's so many websites out there where you could just get involved. You could just go on there. And you know what's really interesting, though? Something that I have noticed in the last year or so? Hmm. 
do you know who has given in terms of videos, in terms of stats, the best content in the last year or so? Who? Betting people. They yeah. seem to be the people that know the game the best. Why yeah. is that? Because there's literally money on the line for them to know who is good and who yeah, is they not. Absolutely and study the game. So, absolutely. Honestly, over the last year or so, what's been really interesting is that it feels like the best analysts and the people that know the game the best inside and out are the people that are involved with sports betting. No, it's all these handicappers out there, That's been which really, are just really unreal. Like I see so many people out there and dude, they dive into the game. Those with are the real else. experts right now. Yeah. Because they it, got it's money. Changing they got the their game. own money to know all of that stuff. But I don't know. I feel like we should get Trent or somebody else in the sports man community on for an episode and we should like yeah. do like a it's deep dive into all of this. Conversation. Yeah. No, it truly is. But I think that that's going to do it for us here today, right? Yeah. About so. Um, interesting episode. We talked about it's a lot a of one. different things. It's a fun one. I like yeah. episodes t- like this. We talked about a lot of different things today, and we just kind of went all over the place. But we're going to be back. Oh, oh yeah. Thursday See, night. Right. Oh, yep. Okay. Thursday night football picks. Good job, chat. Let's go. All right. Yeah. And you know what? This is a really interesting game. I'm excited for this one. The Bills yeah. and the Bucks. Because Buffalo, as we talked about earlier in the show, I have seen two different Bills teams this year. When they're playing well, if they play well, and the way that they've played their peak, they're going to smoke them. But when they play poorly, they look, they're the team that's going to get smoked against a team like the Bucs. Mm-hmm. So, which Bills team shows up here on Thursday Night Football? I was, I went live on TikTok the other day, and someone asked me the question. It was like, are the Bills going to the playoffs? And, inst- and like, like instincts kicked in. It's like, yeah, 100%. And then I thought about it for a second. It's like, you know what? They're losing too many games right now. If, like, I'm still saying, yes, I still think they will. But a couple more losses like what they've had this year in a really tough AFC, if they have two or three more losses this year that they really shouldn't lose, and then they drop a game against a good team or two games against a good team and then another two losses against teams they should lose, they should beat, they're sitting at nine and eight. Yeah. So they got to They got to figure it out. I think they will, but it, it, it's, it's worth talking about. Yeah. Here's my thing. In this game, my pick, I'm taking the Bills mm-hmm. to win, and I'm taking the Bills to cover. And if they don't cover this fucking game, I'm done. I'm done with Buffalo. Like, going into the season, I literally said, I'm like, dude, I'm so done with the Buffalo Bills. I'm so done. Because they do the same thing every year. They hype you up so much, and you think, okay, this Buffalo team, we're here, man. And then they just lose They lose their minds. Every year, it's the same bullshit over and over again, and that's what it's really looked like the past two weeks, even though they did beat that New York Giants team. That's really what it's looked like the past two weeks. It's been a train wreck. And And if they don't win this game at home, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And what's interesting is it's not even necessarily been Josh Allen. He hasn't been anything special, but he hasn't been that bad. This has been Mm -hmm. a team effort. There have been – yeah. And what's insane is – that's with Stefan Diggs playing some unbelievably good football this year. For sure. Josh Allen not playing that bad. Mm-hmm. It's been and then and again, James Cook hasn't been that bad. The defense, yeah. Second to only the Ravens and Sacks this year. They're as a team not playing bad football. Mm-hmm. But they're making these just dumb mistakes, whether it's one careless throw by Josh Allen, whether it's a couple fumbles, whether it's for some reason getting unlucky last week and Mac Jones having maybe the best game of his career last week. I'm not exactly, like he played that well. People don't want to talk about that with New England. Everyone wants to talk about how Buffalo was terrible. Quietly, Mac Jones had an unbelievable day last week. That's that's unlucky that that happened to be against you guys because it wasn't even necessarily them playing poorly. Mac had a great day. That isn't going to help you. So, have the talent. Mm-hmm. They're also four and three right now, and it's been less than impressive. Yeah, one hundred percent agreed. So you're going with Buffalo. I am. What's your score? I'm gonna take um. 
I'm going to take him. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know what my score is going to be. I'll take. I'll take the Bills twenty-five to. Twenty-five to eight. Twenty-five to. No, 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 no. I'm going to take them thirty to twenty-two. Oh, okay. There we go. Thirty to twenty-two. All right. Um, I'm This is a tough pick. It is. This is this is a tough pick. I should. I should just take the Bills and not think twice about it. But mm-hmm. they've been shaky. They have. Shaky. And I've really struggled in my picks these last few weeks. I've been, and I went five and eight last week, tying with the fans. The week before, I was eight and seven. The week before that, I was eight and six. After I got the hot start, I've been struggling a little bit. Might have some ground to make up a little bit as you now are ahead of me by one game. This game could go either way, man. Mm hmm. Upset of the week. I gotta do it. <laughs> I gotta do it. I gotta You're do going it. with the box. I am. Okay. Um, I I just <laughs> I have a feeling about him. I do. I got. I I just gotta go with them. I still think they're gonna take that NFC South. And they had a bad loss last week to Atlanta, where Tampa losing this game, especially if Atlanta wins. It could be in some trouble here. They have some real ground to make up. Again, because they lost last week to the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, to the Falcons. So I think that they get a very, very big gotta-have-it game. I think the Bucks get it. Okay. And put the Bills at 4-4 four and four on the year. Wow. All right. That's a big call. That's a big Maybe call. Tampa, I'll say 27-20. Twenty-seven to twenty. Okay, that's I'm, I'm not I'm not opposed to it because the Bills have looked like dog shit. So I gotta have an I'll, upset of the week too. I gotta pick someone that's three and a half spread or bigger to uh, win. And looking at my other yeah. options, this is the one that makes the most sense. There you go. But all right, now we're done. Now that will do it for us. There we go. We made our picks. Thank you all so much for being here. We appreciate all the people who rated. Thank you all so much. We really and do appreciate. Those of you go rated and stayed as well. Yes. Thank you all so much. Go and subscribe to the YouTube, uh, Burns and Berman. Subscribe to the YouTube on there. Follow us on there. Uh, highlights, clips, everything. But thank you all so much for joining. We really do appreciate it. And we will see you guys on Friday, 2.30 p.m. Central Time. Friday. Be there for our picks of the week. It'll be, fun. It'll be a good time. Yep. Deuces, boys.